This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Now we are at, let's see, the Culture and Climate Annual Report. Dr. Swift. Thank you, Madam President and Trustees. All of these reports, as you just pointed out, Trustee Feaster, there are common themes that echo across all of these reports. And I just want to share my deepest gratitude with this board that you don't want or expect um, a positive and perfect if it's not real. So um, I just really thank you for that because there are a lot of boards that would like it to just look good. Uh, And so I appreciate your willingness to grapple with our current realities. Uh, We are proud to share our feedback from our community. In addition to the listen and learn uh, that we did between April and June, uh, we also every spring for 10 years have delivered a, a culture and climate survey. And uh, so, trustees, it's my honor to share that with you. I don't think we have to take very long with it, but it is important uh, for us to look at this data. Our principals spend their time in, uh, in their own school uh, feedback from this tool, um, and uh, you'll see uh, where we are. Um, There's a little bit about the tool. It is completed by K-12 Insight. Trustees, some of you may recall that when I arrived in the district, this was being completed internally. And there was a concern about that, that we wanted to make sure that the data that we collected was managed by an outside entity. So it was 10 years ago that we went with K-12 Insight, and they have served us over this time. So often trustees will say, well, why do you have that many years on the graph? And I just want to share with you, trustees, we have this many years on the graph because we've been using this comprehensive tool with K-12 Insight for this time. Go ahead if you would, and you can see um, really the outcome is that although the number of responses remains lower, trustees. We have not returned to pre-COVID times in our response rate, uh, although I will show you in just a second. Ann Arbor is just uh, so impressive in their response rate that our before-time response rate was very high. Um, we've, we've not returned to the before-times numbers. The results from 2023 are generally a return to pre-COVID response levels. And you'll see what I mean in just a second. Um, We will share the patterns of low-rated items and the patterns of high-rated items. For those of you who like this specific data, these are the responses per group over time. So you can see that. Uh, A better picture uh, for tonight would be to go to the next slide. And this is all respondents, so including parents, staff, uh, students. And you remember, trustees, we give grades 3 through 5 and 6 through 12. So it covers students in grades 3 through 12. You can see that we have not returned to pre-COVID response rates. Uh, We are not quite, uh, have been at around 50%, but not quite. 50% now. So that is a goal. 
uh, to get us back there. You can see on the next slide how that breaks out across the groups. Now, uh, trustees, you recall last year we shared with you that where before times our teachers took time during class, uh, we've been very careful since COVID that we don't ask for that now. Uh, we wanted to prioritize the instructional time. So trustees, you all may get to the point where we ask our teachers to take time again, but we have not done that these last three years. And you can see there on parents and on staff uh, where we are. Parents really is the closest to recovery of the full response rate, but still not where we were before. Um, on the next slide, there's some cautions that Dr. Berger always wants folks, all of us to remember. Um, our overall response rates are down since the spring of 19. It is important to recognize that these results do not reflect random sampling. So those who responded chose to respond, and we have no way of knowing. Dr. Berger would caution us to make assumptions about why someone may have answered or chosen not to answer. We should not attribute their intent, positive or negative, to those who did respond or those who did not respond. Um, despite all of that, we do consider these responses very seriously because these are information, data, that members of our community, all of our stakeholders, took time to give us. So we take it very seriously. What we must acknowledge up front is that among parents and guardians, as we have noted in some other feedback, Elementary-level parents, female, and white respondents are overrepresented. Black and multiracial respondents are underrepresented. So it is important to acknowledge that uh, right up front. When you look at the data, go ahead. Uh, remember that uh, when it gives you the high and the low, uh, for the overall school quality question, excellent and good are the green, fair or poor are the low. For the majority of the other questions on the instrument, um, strongly agree or agree were considered uh, uh, positive, and then disagree, strongly disagree or don't know are considered uh, negative on the scale. Here's uh, where we land, um, and that is that, by and large, four of five respondents rate the overall quality of their school as either good or excellent. Now, in 2020, you notice there was no survey given, and then I will point out there is an outlier of 2021 um, where folks were much more positive about their school experience, and that was our mostly virtual year. And um, what we see now in 22 and 23 is really more in line uh, with the before time data. 
Let's look at some of the highest and lowest ranking items. The first slide is from our parents and guardians. I'm not going to read these. Of course, trustees uh, can read them. I will point out uh, that on parent and guardians, I feel welcome at my child's school is a powerful and affirmative feedback from 86% of respondents agree or strongly agree. On the low side, this is a theme across most areas. The school meets the needs of all students. We can see that at a low response rate of 26%. So, um, and we will see these themes going through. Among um, our staff members really appreciated uh, that question, there is a teacher, counselor, or other staff member to whom a student can go for help. School leaders and staff are welcoming to families of all cultures. Just really good to see that among the top. On the low uh, side, again, that recurring pattern of meeting the needs of all students. And then a second pattern that you will see, trustees, discipline is enforced fairly. You will see that as a theme of low um, agreement. So we, we recognize that. On our older students, um, I was just so gratified to see teachers know what to do in the event of an emergency. Our older students absolutely believe that at high levels, and that is very encouraging. Um, it is also inspiring to see that 87% agree or strongly agree that there is an adult at school, a teacher, counselor, or staff member to whom a student can go for help with the problem. Trustees, you remember a few years ago, we targeted that question as a barometer. Can a child get assistance when they need it? It's not where we want it to be, but we're proud uh, that it is strong there. Now, on the lower side, uh, trustees, you will note here, again, um, discipline is enforced fairly, uh, lowly rate, low rated, and then also alcohol and other drugs in this school. So we see that, we recognize it, our teams uh, will continue that work. Now, among our younger students, and this has been true for the entire 10 years of using this tool, is that our younger students tend to have higher ratings. Um, and, uh, but again, safety and security, 91% of students rating that very high, that I know my school's safety and security, I know what to do in case of an emergency. Um, while on one hand, that may be a sad commentary about the times in which we live, given the times in which we live, aren't we grateful that our team is ensuring that our children know what to do? On the low side with our younger uh, children, I can talk to an adult in school if I have a personal problem there. Uh, and you can see several other areas that, uh, that we see. 
So let's look at patterns across the groups, among the strongly agree or agree across our groups. School leaders and staff are welcoming to families of all cultures. We know, as we heard in public commentary tonight, uh, that is not all the time, every time, every day, but it is rated highly in this feedback. Secondly, the families are informed about school-sponsored activities, etc. And uh, secondary students and staff agree strongly that there is a teacher, counselor, staff member, to whom students can go for help. Our areas of opportunity, where we need to grow and change our opportunities for improvement, uh, discipline is enforced fairly, representation on school committees. And I know trustees, this is a cause that you all believe in, accurately reflects the student body is another area of opportunity. Thirdly, Uh, students receive the support that they need to address their mental health needs is an area um, and timely feedback uh, showed up among those groups also. So we have next steps. Uh, We know that our multi-tiered system of supports work having supports at every level of uh, student achievement at every level of student behavior and social emotional need. Uh, Having that at elementary, middle, and high trustees, you know, this is focused work in the district. And that feedback about meeting student needs ties directly to this effort. So we want to maintain our focus there. Uh, The focus in the full continuum of social emotional learning and supports We know overall we'd like to see the response rates come back up um, to pre-pandemic levels. It does look like they've leveled out. So a goal, a continuing goal, will be to see that response rate improve um, and then ensuring that we are hearing from different and widely differing audiences Uh, Always the goal of a richer, wider response pool that we're hearing from all voices. So with that, I want to give thanks to our our school executive directors, uh, Dr. Hayward, uh, Mr. Matt Hilton, and Dr. Thompson, as well as uh, Dr. Dan Berger, who put this work together. They oversee the uh, survey in schools and they put this work together for you all each year. So with that, uh, trustees, we're ready to receive any questions. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.